Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to Recloseted Radio. I'm so excited to be back. Over the past month or so and over the holiday break, myself and the team really planned out our 2021, and that includes all of our content and all of our podcast episodes. And trust me when I say that the next few months of content are going to be really awesome. We took into account all the DMs and the emails we get with questions. So if you aren't already subscribed to Recloseted Radio, make sure you do so so that new episodes are automatically downloaded and you get to stay up to date with all of our resources and all of the knowledge that I'm about to share over the next few months because it's going to be super exciting and you don't want to miss out. Because this is the first episode of the year, I wanted to wish you a happy new year. I hope that this year we get to accomplish all the things we want to do. I hope that overall this year goes a lot smoother than last year because I know that we could all use some stability and some good news. And yeah, and I overall I hope that over the holidays you were able to spend some time with your loved ones, either in person if that was possible or virtually, and you took some time to relax and recharge. And you feel refreshed and rejuvenated to tackle this year. As I alluded to at the beginning of the episode, for our break, the beginning portion of December was really all about planning because the last couple of months have been super hectic with wrapping up with clients and finishing up client work before the holidays. And so we weren't really able to set aside that much time for our own business planning. But for the beginning of the break, I really just sat down with the team and we really planned out every single quarter what we're going to be working on, doing our annual goals. I'm actually now in a new mentorship program and so far I've been really liking it, but I'm going to wait until I'm in it for a couple more months to talk about it and maybe I'll talk about it in our Q2 behind the scenes because that way I would have been in it for a few months and I can really give you a fair review. But anyway, so I'm in this new mentorship program. I was going through the process of the planning for this year, and it's been pretty good, and I'm pretty excited. We also cleaned up some of our team internal processes so that we are just like more efficient working together, and we know every single month, every single week, and every single day exactly what we're working on, which has been a game changer because before we kind of just knew on a weekly basis, but now to know on a daily basis too and how that all ladders up to our annual and our quarterly goals has been really helpful. So I'm going to give it a few months just to test out this whole process before I talk about it. And now that I'm thinking about it, it probably will be in a Q2 behind the scenes. So stay tuned for that. And then the back half of the month was really just set aside for me to relax and recharge, which I really hope you did too, because it's been such a crazy year for last year at least. And I'm sure all of you can agree. And it was just really nice to take some time to chill 
and spend time with my family and virtually see my friends and some of my other family members. So yeah, I'm feeling really rested and recharged, which is great and really excited to be back and doing this episode today. And because we're at the beginning of this year, I wanted to provide a fashion industry outlook because I know that last year COVID really affected the industry. And now that we're in a new year, you might be wondering, okay, what's in store for this year? And I'll give you some of my thoughts. As a recap for last year, when it came to COVID-19, it really disrupted the garment industry. There's a few reasons why. So first of all, a lot of fashion supply chains were disrupted. In our database, like a lot of mills and production facilities, me and you had to close down either temporarily or permanently. And because of that, shipping from overseas and in some cases, even from across the same country became really difficult and really delayed. And as a fashion brand, of course, that was really difficult because if you can't get your product, then really that makes it hard for sales. On top of the fashion supply chain being disrupted, consumer behaviors also shifted because as lockdown and quarantine happened, people started going out less, which meant that they bought less going out clothes, so less dresses, less tops, less pants, things like that. And that meant that athleisure and comfy at home wear and sweats started to do really, really well and sell really well during these times. This meant that if you were a brand that sold predominantly dresses or going out pieces, your sales really did take a nosedive last year. And if you didn't offer any athleisure or comfy clothes, you would have definitely seen a year-over-year decrease in your sales and in your revenue. Beyond that, though, a lot of brick-and-mortar stores closed as well because a lot of the stores couldn't survive the decreased foot traffic and the fact that, you know, a lot of people just didn't want to go in-person shopping anymore because of the virus. And because of that, a lot of stores had to close down temporarily at first and then permanently. And because of that, e-commerce and online shopping has increased even more putting further pressure on brick and mortar stores. And I really think that e-commerce and online shopping is definitely the future for fashion. And this whole situation just even escalated it even more. And it's not to say that when we go back to normal, people aren't going to be buying things in person and trying it on. I think that that will always be a part of the whole fashion experience, but what I'm saying is that it's just really shown how important it is for brands to have a presence online and have a really strong e-com store in addition to having physical presence and local boutique shops or big retailers. So all I'm saying is that it's really important in this time really highlighted the need to have a really solidified e-com experience. That was a quick overview of how COVID really affected the industry last year. But let's talk about some opportunities for this year. I wanted to start off with sales opportunities. So there's a few that I came up with. The first one is that I just alluded to it, but you have a huge opportunity to create a really great e-commerce shopping experience because people aren't going to be purchasing things in person as their default or as their main source of shopping for a while now. 
and behavior from consumers were already moving more to online shopping. So truly use this as an opportunity to nail down your e-commerce experience. And what I mean by that is taking a look at potentially your Google Analytics or your website analytics and seeing what products do people gravitate towards or on product pages, like how much time are they spending? Where are people clicking? Are people putting it in their cart and then not checking out? And, you know, why is that? And just really trying to look at all of your data, seeing what trends and what hypotheses you might have. And then to take it to the next level, you could potentially ask for five people in your community, jump on a Zoom call or a Google Meets call with them, and get them to go through the website with you on the call and see which parts of the website they don't really resonate with, which parts of the website would they not click on and just get them to do the whole buying experience on the call with you and see what parts maybe you want to improve and what parts you want to change or what parts you want to add. And that can be a really good way to just get some on-the-spot feedback from your community and from your customers. At the end of the day, if you think about it, your website and people purchasing on your website is your online storefront. So why wouldn't you continue to improve it? And why wouldn't you continue to make it better? Because if you are driving hard-earned traffic to your site and getting eyeballs onto your site, you want to make sure you're properly converting them and you want to make sure that they're going to end up purchasing whatever they set out to purchase. So always make sure you're improving, looking at the data and iterating when it comes to your online store and your e-com shopping experience. So that's really the first sales opportunity. And then the second one is more of a product sales opportunity, if you will. But if it's possible right now, as you're designing new products, try to create things that are relevant not only for times of COVID, but can also extend out of COVID. For example, you can create or design comfortable but stylish sweaters and cardigans, and those can look really great on Zoom calls or on video calls. And then as people are getting more vaccines and potentially we go back to normal slowly towards the end of the year, you can think about how you can have stock for quote-unquote normal clothes as people might want to spice up their wardrobes and have staples when they're going back to normal. So those sweaters and those cardigans that you're designing right now can extend well into those times as well. And then even if you want to be designing some comfy pants but are also stylish, that could be interesting as well. And the last sales opportunity slash product opportunity I wanted to talk about was creating timeless garments. Because as we come out of COVID and as people start to get back to normal, chances are people are going to be a little bit more frugal with their clothing purchases and expect the clothes they buy to be able to extend more. Meaning that they want to be able to wear it to work. And maybe they want to be able to wear it for Sunday brunch and then also extend into the evening too. Which is good if you think about it because that's also more sustainable if people are buying garments for multiple different occasions and uses. So what I'm trying to get at is that people do want more timeless pieces and pieces that tend to probably be more neutral in color, not too patterny. And an interesting insight from one of my industry friends, Stephanie Osler, 
Uh, She's been on the podcast twice already, but she said when people came out of the 2008 financial crisis, which was kind of similar to this whole COVID situation, a lot of people were buying more black, which I guess makes sense because black goes with everything. And it will be interesting to see like buyer behavior this time around as well. And that's why I'm saying more neutral colors, more pieces that are timeless and can mix and match what things are ready in their wardrobe. And that might be something you want to think about as you're designing for your next year. Those are some sales opportunities and some product opportunities. And now I wanted to talk a little bit about supply chain tips as well. One of the things you may want to do if you haven't already is negotiate with your production suppliers and see if you can move to more of a demand-based model. So that means switching to pre-sales or pre-order model with your customers so you know exactly what quantities you need. And then that way, when you go to your production suppliers, you can tell them, okay, I need 50 of these shirts, I need 30 of these pants, and it's actual orders so that you don't have to sit on inventory and you're also not spending more money than you need to be. Another thing I've been telling clients is to look for backup mills and production facilities just in case, because things are likely still to be difficult in the fashion industry, at least for the first half of 2021 as we're distributing vaccines and as we slowly start to go back to normal. So if in any cases your mill or your production facility has to close down either temporarily or permanently, you want to make sure you're not scrambling when that happens to try to find alternatives. It's always better to get ahead of things. So if you have the time and capacity to do so, try to find some backup mills or try to find some backup production facilities or even local sewers you can work with. And then I wanted to wrap up with a message of hope, if you will. But these are some things I've been telling clients all of Q4 last year. But at the end of the day, we are in a pandemic and it's really hard to run a business during these times. So even if you're making sales right now, and it doesn't matter if it's not close to your goals or your targets, consider that a win because every single success during these difficult times just proves that what you're doing is working and it will be even more amplified and accelerated when things go back to normal. Because if you're making sales right now and people aren't going out and they're staying at home all the time, Think about all the sales you're going to be making when things go back to normal, right? So trust the process, really sit down and improve on all the things I just talked about, like your e-com experience, think about your product development over the next year, think about your supply chain and how you can really mitigate the risks there. But take the slower time to really regroup on your strategies as well, like your marketing, your sales, your financials. And then last but not least, don't forget to create that contingency plan I was talking about in episode 57, where you really take the learnings and the emotional learnings and all of the different challenges that you experienced in 2020 into 2021 so that you are operating with a little bit more information. Just remember that last year was really tough and give yourself a huge pat on the back for coming out of last year and know that this year Things might still be tough, but don't worry. If you can really solidify those sales opportunities and those supply chain opportunities I was talking about, I think you're going to be in a really good place. 
And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry. Bye.